GM, I'm Matthew Diemer, and this is GM from Decrypt. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. Today is Monday, March 6, 2023. I hope everybody had a great weekend. I am still in Florida recording the podcast. I'll be back in Ohio tomorrow. And are you looking for a job? <laughs> I know sometimes I do these articles. I feel like it just sounds like an advertisement. It's not. William McCurdy, writer from Decrypt, wrote this article about developing using blockchain, but the demand is growing and not just in crypto. So if you have a background in Solidity, C++, Java, and you have experience with blockchains, well, there's a lot of industries that are looking for developers right now. Finance, healthcare, logistics, supply chain. It has grown way beyond cryptocurrency. So if you have that skill set, if you're a blockchain developer, you actually get paid higher than software developers. And so this market is expanding. If you are cringed about working in crypto, I don't want to work for one of these companies that could go broke in a couple of years or be called a scam. <laughs> you can actually start working with uh, other industries as well, but use that skill set and make a good living. Check out that article. Link is in the show notes. Now, let's get into those crypto prices. The time is 8.29 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have Bitcoin sitting at $22,417, pretty much even in 24, but down 4.7 in 7. Ethereum's at $1,566, down 0.2% in 24, or 4.9% in 7. Teller's number 3, Binance is at 285, down 2.2% in 24, 6.5 in 7. And USDC's number 5, running off the top 10. We have XRP, Cardano, Dogecoin, Matic sitting at 112, down 2.3%, or 10% in 7. And Binance's BUSD is number 10. I just want to go down the list a little bit longer. Number 11 is Solana. Then we have Polkadot and Litecoins at 13. The total market cap is sitting at $1.02 trillion. It's down about 0.6% over the last day. We have a BTC dominance of 42.3 and an F dominance of 18.7. Moving into our headlines today, we have a light news day. So it's good for me so I can just uh, pack this up and get ready to fly out back to Ohio. But remember last week when we were talking about Yuga Labs' new ordinals on Bitcoin, which is an NFT on the Bitcoin blockchain. They're launching a new NFT called 12-fold. Well, it has launched. You can start bidding on it. But they're doing something that's rather uh, a bad look and bad precedent. At very ordinarily tweeted, Yuga is establishing a really bad precedent running an auction like this. They're taking custody of bidder's Bitcoin with the promise of sending it back if the bid is unsuccessful. Not doubting they're going to do that, but this model is a scammer's dream. Incredible players need to set better examples. And why is he saying this? Because that is like the normal scam. You give me one Bitcoin, I'll give you back two. So basically, you give them your Bitcoin 
and they have custody of your Bitcoin with no way to know if they're actually going to send that back. And that's just a normal scam. You see Elon Musk, Joe Biden, Barack Obama, or any kind of famous rich individual, Bill Gates, saying, if you send me one doge, I will send you back two. And people fall for it all the time. And now Yuga is doing an auction that's saying, hey, you make the bid by sending us Bitcoin. And I promise if you don't win the auction, we'll send you, it, we'll send you the Bitcoin back. This is literally a scammer's dream. It is a bad precedent. They could do better. And we need to have better checks and balances on the operations so people don't get scammed in the future. Hong Kong-based crypto lending firm Babel Finance last year lost around 8,000 Bitcoin and 56,000 Ethereum, worth together around $225 million at the time of this recording. The crypto broker, however, estimates that total to be around $524 million worth of Bitcoin, Ethereum, other cryptocurrency. Who owned these cryptocurrencies? Well, the company and its customers. And they were lost because of risky trading activities. And so they want to recover these funds by introducing even riskier activities. They said that they're going to be launching a decentralized stablecoin that will be used to repay the firm's creditors. The firm's restructuring efforts are helmed by co-founder Yang Zhou, who is now the company's sole director and is launching this DeFi project called Babel Recovery Coins. One of the coins in this DeFi project called Babel Recovery Coins is called HOPE token, ticker H-O-P-E. I hope I don't have to explain why this is a bad idea, but I will anyway. You are creating a new token that is basically going to get people to put money into it and pay out people from it. This sounds like a word that begins with P and ends with Anzi. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. PancakeSwap version 3 is slated for launch in the first week of April. and It will be accompanied by a suite of upgrades and services such as more competitive trading fees and improved liquidity provisioning. PancakeSwap also detailed a rewards campaign. Users providing liquidity within the company's requirements will also receive an NFT that serves as a symbol of loyalty towards PancakeSwap. However, and this is very important, the disclaimer states that the token is non-transferable, meaning it can't be sold. And of course, I'm going to give you my opinion on all of this stuff. I just don't understand why you want uh, loyalty NFTs. I don't, I don't think they're anything. They're, I think they're worthless. I mean, the whole point of having an NFT is because it's going to be an art. It's going to be a collectible. You can buy, you can sell, you can display. And if it's just like some kind of generic like loyalty NFT, I think it's just a dumb idea because you have to pay for gas and you have to store it. And then you say, oh, wow, I got this loyalty NFT from insert X company. I, it's just a, it's just a dumb idea. I mean, what do you think? Matthew Aaron at Decrypt.co. I just don't like valueless loyalty things. At least if you're going to get loyalty points, you can get them to redeem them for something like, uh, you know, like a card at a coffee shop. You buy 10 coffees, you get one coffee, which I always thought was like an excessive amount of coffees to get a free coffee. I think that it's just a cheaper way of trying to build a, a loyal customer base or a loyal fan base by making money off of them and yet not giving them anything in value. Again, Matthew Aaron at Decrypt.co. What do you think?
This is an interesting revelation from the Wall Street Journal. Binance sought to bring Gary Gensler into the fold as an advisor while he was teaching at MIT. This is two years before Gary Gensler became the chairman of the SEC. CZ, the CEO of Binance, reportedly wrote that while Gensler declined advisorship, he was very generous in sharing license strategies. Basically, Gary Gensler was telling CZ how to get registered for Binance.us in the United States. So I guess the question is, why did Gary Gensler decline working for Binance as an advisor? Well, another employee messaged that Gensler was likely to be back in the regulator's seat if the Democrats won the 2020 election. And so after Joe Biden was elected president, Gary Gensler served on his transition team and was ultimately nominated and confirmed by the Senate to chair the SEC in April of 2021. And he was granted a five-year term. And so he's going to be there through 2026. You can see why he made this bet. Why work for Binance when you can regulate Binance and everyone else? And finally, Jason Nelson, the writer from Decrypt, is over at Denver, and he sat down with Jesse Pollack, Coinbase's head of protocols. And Coinbase, you know, they've been making big moves. They went public. They've introduced staking services. They have a cryptocurrency debit card. They're just everywhere. And as you know, they launched an NFT marketplace that is not doing that well. Well, Jesse says that Coinbase is still very bullish on it, and they've been moving quickly to make sure that there's iterations over the past year, that they're going to see more signs of life from the NFT marketplace, and that they're predicting more growth there. Basically, what he's trying to say in a nutshell, that Coinbase's overall growth and expansion so that the company is still committed to providing new services for its users. And this next statement has nothing to do with what I just said and nothing to do with Jesse, but this does have to do with Coinbase. And if you were listening to the All In podcast back this past one on Saturday, Brett Gerstner was on the show taking the place of David Freeberg, and he said something that really made me go, oh, I didn't know this was a thing. And I checked it out. It's been happening for quite some time with multiple companies, not just Coinbase, but it is happening with Coinbase, and it's about stock-based compensation. And stock-based compensation is making up over 60% of Coinbase's revenue. And Brad Gerstner is like, how is that even a thing? You're really gaming the system. Revenue is revenue. Stocks being paid as compensation, as salaries to employees is not revenue. And so with a quick Google search, people have been talking about this for quite some time. And it looks like Coinbase is burning through cash and ballooning their stock-based compensation. And investors are raising red flags. Not Kathy Wood, though. She keeps buying more Coinbase. However, this has been talked about. Charlie Munger hates, hates this practice. And he said, I'd rather throw a viper down my shirt than hire a compensation consultant. I didn't know that stock-based compensation could be counted as revenue. And I don't know much about this, but it's something that's on my radar to learn and study a little bit more on. If you have more insight on this, please let me know. Matthew Aaron at Decrypt.co. Save me the time of going through researching all of this. Write a quick summary and let's share that information with everybody. Thank you for listening to this episode of GM. I'll be back tomorrow from my Ohio studio. And until then, happy hodling, everyone.